inside your tiny mind and look a bit harder Cause we're so uninspired, so sick and tired Of all the hatred you harbour So you say, it's not okay to be gay Well I think you're just evil You're just some racist who can't tie my laces Your point of view is medieval But you know what? 
it's not the end of the world. I, I do believe probably in the past, you know, in our history, well, I know for a fact, I don't believe I know, um, there's been some pretty bad shit go down. So um, we can get through this. We can get through this. Because, you know what, Donald Trump is not smart enough to get the best of us. We're not going to let him. We're too smart. The majority of us did not vote for him. He didn't. Remember, as I've said before, he did not win the popular vote. So, um, I, for one, I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to keep fighting because I'm not going to let him get the best of me. Now, am I still going to? And am I still going to bitch about him? Am I still going to call him out on his stupid shit? Um, you know, am I still going to say he's not my choice, he's not my president? You bet your ass I am, because it's the truth. Um, now, I know, you know, lots of times it seems like maybe you think, or maybe some of you think that I'm too negative, or, you know, I complain too much about Donald Trump. You know, and that may be true, but it's how I feel. And I feel like... We all need to be using our voice, and we all need to be taking some type of action. So this is my way of doing that. Now, normally, you know, I'm not a negative person. Um, I am a very um, upbeat, positive, you know, I believe in treating others the way you want to be treated. Uh, I would like to believe I am a very kind, emotional, caring, supportive person. And I think most people that know me will would tell you that. Um, you know, I can be irreverent at times. I use sarcasm. Uh, I use bad language. And I'm very opinionated about things. That's true. But I know I have a good heart. And I know I have a good soul. And um, so, yeah. So that's a little bit, you know, about how I feel and kind of what's going on in my mind right now. Um, and then as I was saying, Lori and I went out, we had a really good time, we had a nice, uh, nice new year, um, we were actually up past midnight, which it's been a long time since that happened, of course for some reason, um, yesterday morning I'm, I went to bed about 1.30 and then I'm up at 6, and so now I've become the old woman early bird too. But, you know, we both have to get up early for work, too, so that could be a lot of it. So even on the weekends, I can't, I'm not very good at sleeping in anymore. Um, so, uh, well, and speaking of that, for those of you that may not, you may not know this, um, Lori and I, on December 15th, we had been together for 10 years. Um, now, we've been married for about two and a half years. Of course, as soon as it became legal in Oregon, which is where we were living at the time, um, we planned a wedding in about a month and we got married. Um, but we have been together for 10 years. And let me say this, um, I'm gonna throw a little bit of mushiness in here. Meeting Lori is the absolute best thing that ever happened to me in my life. and. I truly and honestly believe that God, the universe, the spirit, you know, whatever you believe in, whatever you want to think, 
I believe that God made sure our paths crossed when it was the right time for our paths to cross. And it was most definitely the right time. I was ready for her. She was ready for me. And 10 years later, we're still going strong. And Lori, I love you. Thank you for always being there for me. Thank you for being my biggest supporter. And thank you for being the one that will call me out and tell me I'm being a bitch to chill out. <laughs> so thank you for that. I love you with all my heart. Um, I also want to give a shout out to my sister, um, Kelly. She has always been there for me. We were, we grew up together on a, uh, you know, we shared a bedroom, a very small bedroom. We grew up in a small house on a, a little small farm that my parents uh, had, you know, we, uh, and that made us be very close. And we still are to this day, even though we live 1,800 miles apart. And I miss you terribly, sis. And But she has always been there for me. She has always supported me and stood by me. You know, even though I have my flaws, you know, even though I have things that I've done wrong. And she always stands by me, even though other members of the family don't stand by me and she gets a grief for standing by me and being there for me um, I want to take this time to tell her sis I love you and I am so glad that God made you my sister you're everything to me and I pray you and your family have a wonderful new year I love you sis okay so, I've um, got the I love you's and the mushy stuff out of the way. So, um, I, what we can uh, get into next. So, one of the things I do want to uh, talk about today, um, something that I, in my earlier podcast, you know, I've touched on a little bit that I am a progressive Christian. Um, but I kind of want to go over that a little bit today and just kind of let you know, you know, where I stand on my faith and my beliefs and um, the effect that it has on my life. Um, it is very important to me. My faith is very important to me. It is important to me to have a strong faith family, which I do have. Um, I have found the um, group of, uh, of, it's a church called the um, First Christian Church, the Disciples of Christ, and um, many of these congregations are very open, uh, affirming, and welcoming congregations. Um, Lori and I have been extremely, extremely lucky to find three congregations since her and I have uh, been together, that have just been absolutely wonderful, amazing, loving, caring, open-minded, accepting Christian people, which is exactly all of the descriptions and words that should be used when you are describing a Christian. 
Um, we started at the First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ. Um, it was the Abbey Road Christian Church in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Yes, believe it or not, in Missouri there was um, a wonderful congregation there. So if you're if you are someone that is in Missouri, uh, in special in the Cape Girardeau area, listening to this podcast, I invite you. Uh, to check this congregation out. They are wonderful, wonderful people. Um, our next congregation uh, that we joined was when we did move to Oregon, uh, Eugene, Oregon. First Christian Church Disciples of Christ there. Again, a very loving, open, caring, accepting group of people. We grew very close to this congregation. Um, the pastors there, uh, April and Dan, and many of the members. We were married in this church. Dan and April performed our ceremony. We were the first legal same-sex couple to be married in this church. That means a lot to us. And then the third congregation that we have joined is the First Christian Church in Portland, Oregon. Um, the pastor there Pastor, Pastor Amy Pyatt uh, and her husband, uh, Christian Pyatt. Wonderful, beautiful people. I am um, just crazy about uh, Pastor Amy. Um, she has such a beautiful, loving soul. I, and it's, when she speaks, and um, it, it just emits from her. Um, so if you're in the Portland area, I would invite you to come visit us and um, check out the Portland First Christian Church. And um, I consider myself a progressive Christian, and I'm just going to go over, um, because you know I have friends that are atheists, I have friends that are against organized religion, and you know I get it. I do. I get. I get it because of the um, the so-called, and I'm using air quotes here, Christians um, on the right that call themselves Christians, but their behavior, their beliefs, are not Christ-like. That's what Christians are supposed to be, or we're supposed to strive to be Christ-like. Um, Christ was a human, you know. And we are humans, and we are flawed. And But you know what? God loves us. It doesn't matter. God loves us, flaws and all. And we should love one another, flaws and all. Or as they say uh, back home, warts and all <laughs> is what you're supposed to do. As far as your family, your church family, your fellow human beings. Love one another. We've all got faults. You got to look past them, um, and you love past the faults. So, uh, I'm going to go over this real quick. The eight points of progressive Christianity, um, and by calling ourselves progressive Christians, it means we as Christians believe. This is uh, point number one. Believe the following: the path and teachings of Jesus Christ can lead to an awareness and experience of the sacred and oneness and unity of all life. Two, affirm that the teachings of Jesus provided one of many ways 
to experience that sacredness and oneness, and that we can draw from diverse sources of wisdom in our spiritual journey. Step three, seek community that is inclusive of all people, including, but not limited to, conventional Christians and questioning skeptics, believers and agnostics, women and men, those of all sexual orientations and gender identities, those of all classes and abilities. Number four, know that we behave towards one another. No, sorry. Know that the way we behave towards one another is the fullest expression of what we believe. So in other words, how I treat you, how I approach you, that should be showing you my expression of how I believe. And I hope it does. Find grace in the search for understanding and believe there is more value in questioning than in absolutes. Number six, strive for peace and justice among all people. Number seven, strive to protect and restore the integrity of our earth. And number eight, commit to a path of lifelong learning, compassion, and selfless love. That, my friends, is exactly what I believe. So when I say I am a Christian, that's the kind of Christian I am. I am not that other kind of Christian. Um, the Christians that judge, that um, exclude people. Um, now, nope, I'm sorry. That's not what it's about. Um, it's about being uh, loving those of other faiths, respecting other faiths, because you know what? There is more than one path to your spirit to spirituality. You choose your own path. I've chosen mine. You can choose yours. I respect yours. You respect mine. That's all I ask. So um, there's that part of me that you may not uh, know about. Um, now, I was raised in the Midwest, in Southeast Missouri. I was raised in a very fundamental, close-minded um, church. And um, I was raised in a church where it was taught that men were the leaders, that women were basically followers. Um, in the church I was raised in, women were not allowed to speak. They were not allowed to be pastors. Um, and, you know, when I reached about 12, 12 13 years old, uh, I started not digging that. Um, you know, because in the back of my mind, you know, I'm thinking, well, um, if we're all supposed to be the same and we're supposed to love one another and... And if God is so wonderful, what is all this of women not being treated the same and men being basically better than women? And, um, you know, uh, gay people were talked down. I mean, it, it, I'm not going to go into detail, but it was a, um, um, it wounded me. It wounded my faith and... I'm very thankful that I was able to find my way back and find a group of people and find out there are people out there that are not like that. That their minds are so closed off and their religion just 
blinds them to where they can only see down this narrow tunnel of what they what they perceive to be right and wrong. So, um, anyway, that's the kind of Christian I am. And, um, and I'm proud of it. it um, I guess I need to move on here to um, some of the news stories that we've got. Uh, I'm probably going to run out of time here, so there won't be a whole lot of um, trumpeting today. Um, so this podcast was a little bit different, which, uh, you know, that's okay. That's kind of how I want it to be. And, and I, wanna, I want you to get to know me and, you know, and I'm trying to build an audience and I'm, um, you know, trying to build up uh, my podcast and my website and my followers. And I just ask you to, you know, spread the news. If, if you so feel the need, I would appreciate the support. So, as far as the news goes, um, I want to go over, I know that um, Mariah Carey had some problems with her New Year's Eve performance. Um, it was pretty bad. Um, you know, the lip syncing and the whole bit. And here's the thing. Personally, I can't stand Mariah Carey. Um, she sings well, she sings very well, but she is a fake, full of herself, um, diva, and if she is up there and has to lip sync Old Lang Syne, uh, really, what is her fucking problem? Now, here's the thing, all of you know I'm a huge Pink fan, okay, Pink? can be swinging from a trapeze up above the audience, swinging back and forth, having water dripping from her, and she still doesn't lip sync, and she still sounds amazing. So, you know what? If you are blessed with a voice like that, I mean, use it to the best of your ability. Come on. So, anyway, that's one of the things. Um... Uh, I also, since my last podcast, um, there was another death that was very difficult for me, and that was the death of Debbie Reynolds. Uh, my sister and I both share an extreme love of Debbie Reynolds. I was actually named after after her, and um, this weekend, Lori and I did, we watched... Um, the unsinkable Molly Brown, which happens to be my favorite, and uh, we also watched Singing in the Rain. Um, so we did our little mo uh, memorial to uh, Debbie Reynolds, and I hope that her and Carrie are, <clears throat> sorry I'm getting choked up, I hope her and Carrie are together again, and they're both going to be missed. So, um, there was an attack at a nightclub in Turkey. Of course, ISIS is claiming responsibility for that. Um, they are still looking for the gunman. He has not been found as of yet. Um, so please keep Turkey, keep those uh, people in your in your positive thoughts and in, in your prayers. 
Um, the one thing about Trump that I am going to mention is um, he has said that he knows a lot about hacking. Um, I don't, I'm guessing you guys saw the news on him where he um, gave this a short, small interview here. And I'm going to play it here so you can hear the... Um, so you can hear the audio. So here we go. Donald Trump. So how do you like that? Um, he knows a lot about hacking, and he knows a lot of things that other people don't know, so they can't be sure. Oh, this man, um, and my new name for him this week is, uh, I've been calling him the Dixit. Um, this is who the right wing voted in. So, you know what? This is your whiny baby. Um, this is your um, baby hands leader. Um, I, I, I just can't believe it. I, I, I still can't believe that this idiot is going to be the leader of our country. I am embarrassed. I am sick of it. And um, every day, uh, between 10 and 20 times a day, I am tweeting him um, and demanding he release his tax returns because I know for a fact there is um, some shady shit going on there. There's a reason why he's not releasing them, and um, we all need to stick together. We've got to stick together. We've got to be strong. We've got to resist. Now, with that being said, I have used up my time, and I am going to sign off. I want to wish you all a wonderful week. Go out, do good, and be kind.